Hey, welcome to Exact Change. And we are a podcast on literature, culture, and all things hot. And here are your hosts, Claire. And Roberto. On the docket today, we are giving um, recommendations for two more um, organizations to donate to. And then we have a conversation with friend of the pod, um, Brontes Purnell, wherein um, I will be giving giving him a tarot card reading and then we just kind of shoot the shit and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, so um, our first organization today is called The Okra Project. And I was looking at their website today. I'd been seeing their name a lot on Instagram. And they um, do a cool thing where, um, based on individual donations, the Okra Project pays Black trans chefs to go into the homes of Black trans people to cook them healthy and home-cooked food at absolutely no cost. Um, and this can happen like at a couple different scales. Um, and they have a pretty broad reach for where this happens. Um, so that's kind of like their central project, but they also have other aspects to their work that involve, um, access to groceries and theater and kind of like self-care routines. Um, and you can donate and find out more information on their website, which is theokraproject.com. And you can follow them on Instagram at theokraproject. Um, so, yeah. Our second sponsored project is called For the Girls. And there are, it's a sort of a two pronged initiative. One of them is a medical fund that allows, um, that pays for Black trans folks to travel to clinics and pharmacies um, during this kind of precarious time and to pay into um, copy assistance as needed to receive um, prescriptions and things. Um, and funds are also sent directly to them um, so that they can, they being um, the individual receiving services can um, transport themselves via a rideshare service um, to and from wherever they need to access their <laughs> medicine or care. Um, and their second part of the project is called um, uh, the is a or is a rent and gender affirming surgery fund. So um, yeah, that is sort of an active attempt to fight and reduce homelessness rates in the Black transgender community um, and to uh, lower the risk for affirmative surgeries for those individuals, especially since um, the Black folks are at greater risk or greater health risk. Um, And and after Trump's repeal of um, healthcare protection, for transgender individuals. Yeah. 
so yeah this kind of stuff is more necessary than ever our money is needs to be redirected to these different places and you can find them at um, tinyearl.com slash FTG Medical Fund, or you can find the link in our notes. All right. And here is our, our time with Brontes. <laughs> we're, we're joined by our friend of the pod, Brontes. What's up, Brontes? Hi! Oh my god, hi! Hi! Brontes's, um needs no intro, right? We all, we've all seen her, <laughs> been inside her. <laughs> <laughs> if you've been, if you live in Oakland, you've seen Brontes on Grinder. Yeah. Um, and he... <laughs> Brontes just graduated from his um, MFA in art program at Berkeley. Congrats, Brontes. Oh my and God. Brontes has, is like a the part of the cult legendary band, The Younger Lovers, and the author of multiple books, um, including since I laid my burden down and um, Johnny, would you love me if my dick were bigger? And <laughs> soon to be coming, forthcoming is, um, what is the title of it again? 100 Boyfriends. Mm -hmm. Of which um, I hope I'm in it. I'm just kidding. I don't think <laughs> I'm in it. <laughs> the chapter about you is like the most devastating. Like. I'm really, really petty and unkind. <laughs> <laughs> and hurt. You can tell I'm hurt. You can tell how much you hurt me. I don't even remember what I did. One intoxicated night. <laughs> I'll say it like this. You're the last light-skinned boyfriend I'm ever going to have. <laughs> <The> last. <laughs> Actually, speaking of, what is the ratio of, like, white to light skin to black men in the in, of the 100 boyfriends what's the demographic makeup <laughs> you know i thought about it it's all pretty it's all pretty fucking even more or less but i mean on a literary level it's just a whole lot easier to clown your white boyfriend than like any other poc but i i have it in for everyone don't worry Fucking, everyone's gonna get theirs in this one. I know, I know one of our mutual, or close mutual friends is in it. It has his own chapter too. Who you made into like an art, a curator or something. <laughs> yeah, there's like, yeah, there's like, like everyone's in it. I uh, spill all the tea. <laughs> is there like, wait. what kind of like non-disclosure agreements? <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna write whatever the fuck I want, and you ain't gonna do shit about it. That was the agreement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you reach out to everyone who you were writing about, or were you just like, la la, la. <laughs> living my life, writing fuck, my book? The fools ain't called me in years. They can call me. 
<laughs> what the fuck? Hell no, fuck them. Are they there any of them that you're still... They were... <laughs> I'm like, did they reach out to me when they were fucking my life up? No. <laughs> <laughs> Are any of them still fucking your life up slash your whole... Um, nah, not really. My hole is very, <laughs> it's pretty quiet on the Western front here, you know. <laughs> I was like, I think I'll give my Tammy a rest. <laughs> <laughs> Have you named your Bessie? Huh? Have you named your Bessie? Oh my God, can we quit with the word Bessie? <laughs> I am an old faggot. I call it my pussy, pussy. or nothing. <laughs> like, uh, and plus, I'm not one of those faggots either where I'm just like, yeah, come wreck my pussy. Come destroy my hole. It's like, ew. You're not. People respect my fucking delicate flower. Fucking ew. Like, you will wash your That's hands. That's nice to me. Yeah, you'll manicure. No dirty fingers in my pussy. Sorry. That's good. Exactly. Yeah. Don't fucking treat her well. <laughs> Bronte, can you talk clip, about your like maintenance? I will your clip. Hygienic. I'll clip a dude's nails when he comes over. <laughs> I don't like them. I'll be like, before you get in my bed, you're clipping your fucking nails, like. <laughs> Because let's be honest, though, because dudes will try to think you and shit, but, like, don't you feel like fingers are dirtier than dicks somehow? Yeah, it's also, like, when the nail, I've definitely had my hole scratched up by, like, sharp nails. It's not cute. And you just sat there and <laughs> let it happen, didn't you? Didn't protest. You I did. I, I was kind of like, ow. <laughs> and they were kind of like, oh, you must like it. <laughs> That's why it's dirty slut. <laughs> Brontes, I'm going to read your tarot cards. Um, Think of your question. Okay. My tarot cards are very um, harsh. Yeah, they're they're ancient. No, they're very. um, Oh, the bottom one has like I see colonial figures on your tarot cards. Yeah, bitch. They're oh white. man, this might be fucking brutal. Oh shit! <laughs> like you about to give me a good old fashioned fucking European metaphor <laughs> down with these tarot cards, bitch. When was the last time you had yours read? <sighs> it's been it's been a minute. It's been a minute. I can't even. I can't. I can't hardly name it. It's like, oh my god, Maladano. Yeah. All right. Let's see what's in Brontes' fortune. I'm anticipating like big dick energy. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, it's all subjective. You know, medium dick energy would do right now, to be quite honest. All right. So these are all, and I'm going to, the the listeners can't see, but I'm going to flip uh, my camera so at least you can see what I chose. Um, 
you're so you have three cups you're about to like you're about to have some travels it seems brontes which is weird considering we're all like pretty much have not left our houses in a really long time um but it seems like you're going to have some major um in terms of whatever your question was like you'll be taken you'll be taken abroad you'll be taken far you'll be abroad um abroad abroad like a could it also represent a journey within yeah oh, okay there we go cool i'm down like what do you mean by within like a <laughs> <laughs> like an internal travel <laughs> Like, what aren't we all writers? What the fuck are you asking me? What's an internal journey, bitch? <laughs> Wait, actually, but also this card represents very good things, Bron. It means like you're going to like also um it's like a happily ever after kind of card. Yeah, in my book it's saying like success and abundance. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, could you read that part over again? <laughs> It says in mine that there's, uh, my deck is different, but there's a lot of, um, there's three maidens in a fertile garden, and they are using uh, a matter in prosperity, which maybe is like a new, a new book or a new project. Um, it says good luck, fortune, victory. In reverse, it could mean too much sensuality and overindulgence <laughs> in food and drink, but I don't see the problem in that either. I think either way, there's some <laughs> abundance. Hey, I'm having a good time with this card. Okay, all right. There's, there's then, the, the lion. The next one is strength, um, and it's upside down, and it kind of means like you have a lot of power. It means it, potentially two things. It means you like have a lot of power, and you're like at risk of abusing it. <laughs> um, but it can also mean that you'll meet your match in dominance and power and you're gonna be vying for it. <laughs> I'm gonna be vying for it? You're gonna be vying for power. Vying for power? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I mean, you'll, yeah. There'll, there'll be some struggle, there'll be a struggle, but you'll probably end up winning. Yeah. Or maybe I you'll like it. My water bill came today, so that's probably what the part I'm talking about. Um, the, uh, this card, um, Ten of Swords, uh, you might want to ref cross-reference this one, um, Claire. This, sword, this card is not great, <laughs> um, and it can signify, and I'm, not, I'm also not reading, um, like uh present past future i'm doing like this just like a mixed spread so it can it can be at some point in your life you've like experienced the end of something you loved um that's still like on your mind in relation to whatever your question is so it can be like a job that you lost or um a relationship someone hurt you no, I know exactly what this card means. This is how I never dealt with the fact when Clear Pepsi got canceled. I never had closure in that relationship. It has haunted me since literally 1993. Wow. Wow. 
Wow. <laughs> that went deep as fuck. <laughs> fuck. Why you, what is wait, it about the cure of Pepsi? Can we pause a second? I just, yeah. I need a moment. <sighs> okay, I'm back. Um, what were you asking? <laughs> What's up with clear Pepsi? Since when is, is it out of commission? Wait, you never, you don't remember clear Pepsi? I don't remember it ever going. How fucking old are y'all? 29. <laughs> I'm 26. Oh. Oh, okay, it's just, I'm just old. In the 90s, Pepsi like made a clear, a clear brand. Like it was clear Pepsi. It wasn't brown. It was like, it was Pepsi, but it was clear like Sprite. <laughs> and I was, I was really, I was really attached to it emotionally, um, physically, like, yeah. And then one day it just, <laughs> it was no more. They didn't give us a warning. They didn't say anything. It just disappeared off the shelves. And ever since then, I've been left with longing. Fuck. Yeah. In the book, it says uh, disruption of home life. Tears will fall. So that sounds like it is about the clear Pepsi. Clear Pepsi. Fuck. Yeah. Oh. You fucking God. You just want to fuck me up with this reading, huh? <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I, the good news is that the next card and the two of wands indicate some sort of surprise, like a good surprise coming. So maybe they'll make a comeback. <laughs> maybe. Well, two of swords. Maybe if Pepsi is listening to the pod. Not only should they bring back um, Clear Pepsi, but Bronte should be the spokesperson. Damn right. You need a you need a sponsor, right? Artists okay. don't make as much money. You know, need is a strong word. Um, <laughs> it's alright. It's alright. Um. Your next card is about is two of swords and it's about friendship and it's about having like good people around to sort of guide you and have your back through the hard times. And you might even have like um, some surprise friendships on the way, something. Um, ooh, uh, ooh. People you can trust around, some new playmates. Um, and then the last card is four of swords with, which um, is also kind of a, <laughs> it's a card that's about um, holding on to your finances and relationships closely um, because uh, you might be hit by some burdens. Oh, you don't say. Somewhere. You know, my life has been so easy up <laughs> until now. <laughs> I shudder in fear at this card. You mean at some point in my future... <laughs> someone's going to leave you. <laughs> you mean someone's going to try me in the future? I can't possibly imagine. <laughs> <laughs> no, as I said, it could be, it could be happening anytime between... Them. It could be happening now or it could have happened. It might You're happen. Like, it might repeatedly happen. <laughs> You're like, it could be happening right now, Bronte. <laughs> like, I could be trying you as we speak. <laughs> Wait, Bronte, are you single? Um, oh my God. 
Are you hitting on me? <laughs> Are you trying to do long distance? <laughs> I'm like, uh, am I single? God, that's such a hard word. Um, that's such a hard concept. Um, conceptually, yes. But if, no, I don't really, I don't really break up with people. So right, no. All my exes know that they can fucking just call me crying on the phone, and I'm there in a second. Oh, so you're the best ex. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the only ex. I wish I. I'm actually. I make a better ex than boyfriend, apparently, because once I dump people, that's when they're like, "Oh, hey." <laughs> and then you're you're writing about them after oh my god um wait i have a question did you write um a lot of your book on your phone or did you like because i remember you were talking about like writing a bunch of shit on your phone before um at like random times what was that what were you doing what was the was it a mixture or what's what's up it's a mixture. I like will write sections on on my phone, but to be quite honest with you, what I actually do is like I write. I, I actually write like I write in a notepad, just because it's 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 a super help helpful editing step between the yeah. paper and like putting it on the computer. So I already have a built in mm-hmm. editing step that helps along the way to organize my thoughts i i mean sometimes i try just writing on the computer but like it's oh it gets so like it gets so robotic for me sometimes i have to like go off and do something else to keep the sex fresh (laughs) i'm wondering about like how over time you are able to write about family and exes and whoever it is and not worry too much about like people reading it people being upset about it just just like not giving a fuck on the page something i aspire to but it's hard most of my enemies are fucking dummies and don't read anyway. So <laughs> I, I tend to, I tend to choose enemies that either don't read or well, basically don't read. So that's, that's more, that's, that's fine. And also most of what I write is so like, it's so fictionalized. Like I'm like a double decker. I'm never truly writing directly about someone or directly about something that happened. There's like, there's 20 million like filters that a, a real story will go through before it hits the page. So, I mean, most of the people that I'm talking about, actually, if they sat down with the actual text, it would be unrecognizable to them. That um, Yeah. I do, I do feel a need to both protect protect people has your family read your shit yeah what do they say about it what the fuck like, they, like, <laughs> i'm like also like i, I don't know like if i there's been a lot of boys like a lot of boys are jealous of me <laughs> um, a lot of what do you mean like, like i've i've gotten into like i feel like weird like kind of like weird bitchy fights with like weird writer 
weird writer boys that like I don't know they come from like this place of privilege and like if they wrote the way I wrote they would get ridden out of their family's will so they're like <laughs> in, in this weird reverse way they're kind of jealous of like the fact that like I don't know like I'm poor and I'm black and I can write in this vernacular that they they cannot write in you know and I'm just like well why don't you just go be happy with all your access and privilege like you're like <laughs> you're a well-spoken gay man you can literally like write like white dudes can literally get away with like writing shit like call me by your name like oh like I was like in a villa in Italy and had an affair I was like an older guy you know what I mean like yeah. and like that's that's like like fine you know what I mean like but I don't I could try to write books like that but I don't think anyone would really buy it do you know what I mean like there's always kind of like um yeah. I don't know there's this um I just came from a way different I don't know I just came from a way different school of writing like where I don't know I was into I don't know I was into I was into like just bloodier shit, you know what I'm saying? Like I like that yeah. really like high stakes consequences, like why the fuck are we paying attention to these characters? Like they either need to really resonate with something deep and dark in me or they need to be like mm-hmm. they need to be entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Like they really like Yeah. Yeah, like I'm just kind of from like that old school like ear for dialogue kind of writing you know what I mean which is really specific and it's really particular and it's like if you don't yeah like you eat and also like you either have an ear for it or you don't so I don't know I think uh, yeah I, I think it's um I've, I've had weird writer boys try to say say things as if they covet is that they covet what I can do, but it's such a specific thing <laughs> born in a very... Are these just, like... Kind of <laughs> are these people, like, usually nobodies who, like, you just meet around town or what? Like, how do you... Where do you get in, in touch with these people or whatever? Oh, I come in contact with other artists, like, all the time. I wouldn't say nobodies. Right. I mean, like, honestly, in the field of writing, like, who's truly, like... Like, who, who is a famous gay writer? Like, we can't name five, really, right? You know what I mean? Like, so, right. I, mean, I think in the field of writing, we're all kind of nobodies. Like, um, they, but I don't know. Like, it's still funny to me how many people really are invested in this idea, like, that there's, like, that there's a rule, there's rules, or there's a certain type of script to follow. For like I don't know, a kind of what they think is a pure success or something. I personally don't really believe in that. I think just everyone kind of just they do. Everyone does what they do, and everyone writes what they want to write, and it either hits or it doesn't. Some of these yeah. people I've met, though, I feel like their biggest problem is that their own writing doesn't hit with them. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah, like, I think, yeah, I think if you're, like, a writer and you don't pick up your own work and you're, like, not, like, oh, God, this is fucking amazing, blah, 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 like, yeah, you probably quit, like, because, like, not to, like, fuck with you, but I do that all the time. Sometimes I'll go back to some shit I wrote a long time ago and I'll be reading it and just, like, 
eking. It's just like, I don't even remember writing this. I'm a genius. <laughs> how far back do you go? Ooh, it depends. I like have lots of ephemera. Like I still have the notebooks. I still have some of the notebooks from like the first, like from fag schools I wrote, you know? From yeah. Fag school I wrote and different shit like that. So do you keep a journal? I keep like seven different journals and they all look a goddamn mess. Like if you saw them, you'd be like, what the fuck is this queen's problem? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> they are extra. How have you been keeping yourself busy? Oh, sorry. No, Claire, you, you should go, go ahead. I was oh, just going to ask. You go. <laughs> what if they divert, though? Well, um, I was just going to ask how you're keeping up, how you're keeping busy during the shelter in place or whatever. Um, I've been giving free sex camp shows to dudes in closeted countries, <laughs> like the Middle East, India, Morocco. Like, okay. So that's cute yeah that and smoking weed and i'm writing yeah. a new sci-fi horror novel as we speak oh, cool. you're writing a horror novel yeah like what and what sort of vein is it is it like um like a slasher or like a haunted house or like frankenstein like what is what's going on um i am writing about a family of rural black psychics in the 60s in Alabama and they are all at war with one another and it does include a lot of slasher gore cool do you write pretty continuously or do you write like in bursts burst and it like it depends too because sometimes like this is the first thing that I've ever wrote that feels like a little bit like it was shapeless to start. Like, normally I have such a strong, 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 like, um, idea of what I want to do and how I want to do it. But this is the first time I've allowed myself to, like, kind of, like, paint my way into the scenario. So, yeah. I'm really, you, I'm really liking that because I never, never allow myself to do that. What it, does your drafting process usually look like? Um... Kind of intense. Like normally what I do, normally what I do is that um I have to um in order for me to um or for me to get the feel for the story, and I really think this is just because of my theater background, I have to be able to recite the whole like thing in my head before I write it down. Like like I have to have it all like right there. That's normally mm -hmm. how I do it. But with this is the first time with this new project, it's the first time where I tried not to come with like a fucking strategic plan, but really just kind of like, really just like paint the feelings on the page. Like I kind of wanted to be in a process where I was like feeling around in the dark, you know? Yeah. Have you read Fledglings? I have not. It's... I think it was Octavia Butler's last novel, but it's a vampire novel. And I really liked it because it has to do with like, like it starts in a dark cave 
and the main character realizes like emerges from the cave and then realizes that like a big part of her memory and recall is not there from like the events leading up to when she was in the cave but it's also really good because it's like it has a lot of kind of like vampire familial conflict and like racial conflict among vampire groups and it also is like the vampires are all in these like big poly relationships with each other <laughs> and it's like really well well described it's a juicy one <laughs> i like that and the vampire too is like very queer she keeps like she like goes and finds her lovers um on grinder <laughs> it was pre-grinder unfortunately <laughs> she has to just break into their homes <laughs> she comes in the window that's so rad <laughs> is it what kind of stuff does it take are you doing to like get into the the historical aspects of it like are you collecting like family histories and like doing research and stuff or you're just um using your imagination um a and b but it's also like this character is very um the way i can say it is this character is very um kind of limited um that their circumstances make it so you're not gonna it's not gonna be like that an x-men movie where we're like hitting all the critical points of what happened that decade it's way okay. more in than that so yeah yeah what is are there the is it like sexy go ahead is it sexy and what are the sci-fi aspects and are the are the sci-fi aspects sexy <laughs> um it's 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 i guess it's sexy but it's not it's not viscerally sexy it's not like the other books i've read the protagonist is actually an asexual straight man oh wow how is that a stretch of the imagination excuse me is it does it feel like a stretch of the imagination no, I feel like we all have a asexual straight man in us. <laughs> <laughs> Even if we reject it. I think I think over experience with sex definitely leads to a certain weariness with sex too. So I don't think it's hard to write about an asexual person at all. In fact, it's a great yeah. <laughs> That's true. He doesn't care about being popular. He doesn't have to put out. <laughs> let's be honest. Like, we mostly fuck for clout. Let's, let's be real. Is that true? Yeah, I think it is. Can you say more? I mean, I like, could, but... I don't know. You're looking a little guilty there. Maybe you need to talk the emotional, more. What about the, emo, what about the emotional connection? What about love? <laughs> what about love? Love is everywhere. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I think I'm a mon, like, a, a, like a monogamous, like one life partner who like I die with kind of person. 
Good luck. How's that going for you, Roberto? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's painful. <laughs> it's so hard. It doesn't just sound painful. It sounds self-inflicted. <laughs> it sounds like a self-inflicted type of pain. Which I support you on. Like, I support you. <laughs> Some of us like it, pain. <laughs> um, can you talk about the um, the your stint on Grinder, where you like you catfished as your straight white friend? Oh yeah, it was um, <laughs> it was super weird. the it, The increased volume of like who talks to you is like so. It was so crazy, but then also it's like when you're like new on Grinder too, like you just get more hits. And so no one had ever really seen this picture, but it was something like, I think it's like like in the course of a day, I got hit up by like something like 200 people, like that. Like it was fucking nuts. But like of those, still like it was mostly fucking losers like it wasn't like i thought it would just be like a bunch of hung tops waiting to rail me but like it was like not the case and like it, the volume i got more hits but then i also got hit up by like exponentially more people i would not sleep with does that make any sense <laughs> yes okay <Yeah. laughs> what kind of what were the boys like Fucking, Did you present also as a top? It was like, it was like the guy was. I, you, I was did like not say. I did not specify if I was a top or a bottom, but there was a picture of me with a chainsaw. But also, whether you say you're a top <laughs> or not, bottom or not, I feel like ninety percent of the dudes on Grinder project top onto everyone they talked to, for no other reason than a secret hope within themselves. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Like, mm -hmm. literally, I don't, like, no one, like, it's, like, I think out of those 200 interactions, there were, like, about five guys who I, I would let fuck me. There were five, there were five of them where I was just, like, oh, like, this is actually what white privilege gets you, like, because they were, like, it was, like, some crazy creme de la creme shit. It was, like, these were obviously, like, these were people I'd never seen before that, like, were, like, a hundred feet away from me or something or like a thousand feet away too like all of a sudden just like hey how's it going blah 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 but <laughs> like yeah it was but they were still it was still tri trifling what you did know? your friend say when you reported back sorry claire that's okay <laughs> we keep seeing at the same time we usually plan out our questions so we share so we have different so we know when it's our turn <laughs> It's lawless today. <laughs> Today's chaos. Um, it was, um, how was it? Oh, you know, it was really funny the first, like, six hours, and then it was just kind of like, ugh. Like, no. <laughs> it's just like, oh, let me send all the fake pictures. Let me send the fake dick pic. Let me blah, blah, blah. And what I love, too, is, like, the only person that's <laughs> called me out so far is this person because like, obviously I've switched back to my normal pictures and this one guy whose pictures are all crazy pixelated you can tell that he's catfishing people too was like you fake ass bitch I'm gonna report you and I was like ha, 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 I'm black and then I blocked him 
<laughs> Takes one to know one. I mean, I yeah. Guess. Glass houses. <laughs> Have you Was noticed there anyone any who... changes on Grinder since you since lockdown? Since my since my Black Life Matters now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> Um, I, there's definitely a bunch of twinks with uh, the Black Lives Matter hashtag <laughs> in it who still have not hit me up to give me any dick. And also, I just, as I have said before, it's not reparations if I have to top. So it still feels at a standstill. It's rough. True. Rough. Do you want twink dick, though? You know, not particularly. <laughs> I twinks don't don't do it for me. It's like a repellent. That's right. You need you need a man. You want you want mm-hmm. a, mm-hmm. a granddad. Like <laughs> motherfucking Tio, goddamn it, fucking like <laughs> shit, girl. Me too. I know. I, I miss wingmanning for people, for you. What's wingman? <laughs> wingman when you're like, or wing person, <laughs> when you're like, when you're with your friend at the club or at the bar and there's like a sexy someone and you're like, I'm going to help your, I'm going to help my friend. Like, See, is that yeah, what was like, going on? I thought we were trying the three-way with those dudes. That's probably like <laughs> why they all like fell to hell. Like, I thought that we were gonna tag team them together. I mean, we are bros, right? Like, art jocks. Bro, share. Sharing is caring. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Is that like a big ass glass of wine? It's spiked lemonade. <laughs> it's what? <laughs> spiked lemonade. Ooh, what's it spiked with? Xanax. Vodka. Oh. <laughs> no, it's actually just like a hard. It's like a hard. Yeah. It's like a hard lemonade. So it's not actually. I think it's like malt. It's like malt liquor or whatever it's like a seltzer <laughs> it's flavored seltzer i think it'd be it's, um, so cool if you good. See yourself like if you were just like no <laughs> 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 one suck like if you were on a date and you're just like i'm gonna roofie myself and then like <laughs> <laughs> Your date like ends up calling. Why you not? Because you pass out. Like I like pounce on my date. <laughs> no, I'm not leaving that date without dick, even if I don't remember. <laughs> you have to be careful what you say online these days, okay? <laughs> I know we're a very young podcast. We're not ready to be canceled yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're in Virginia. Do you have any? Yeah, it's not hot. I mean, it is very hot, actually, like weather-wise, but it's not hot. Like, why are you wearing hot. a sweater? 
because I have the air conditioning on at full blast. <laughs> oh, but is this way you do the camming for your gentleman callers? I haven't started yet. Damn. I'm trying to I'm trying to work out a little bit more, and then I'll be ready. <sighs> men will, even if you have muscles, men will still find a way to fuck you over. So I wouldn't worry. It's true. Like you just go for it. Yeah, no, you I had to. Good, <laughs> I had to delete the grinder here because it's very bleak. Like, um, it's either all like college students or old men or blank profiles. Okay, what's wrong with old men? I take offense at that. <laughs> mm, like, like seventy year olds though. I mean, yeah. What the fuck? As I said, I want like a long term. <laughs> want a long term thing. I mean, seventy. He has at least fifteen years, and I'm like, God damn, like what? <laughs> Are you mean like forever, 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 ever? <laughs> really though. Oh my god. Have oh you my... ever used Tinder? <laughs> yeah, I bought I bought the advanced Tinder profile. Because <laughs> I just did I was like, I was like, you know, I've avoided this for years. We're in lockdown. Let me just see who I'll meet. Like it is literally it is it is it's some sad shit. Like it's like, I was like, I can't believe I fucking paid to meet these fucking losers. <laughs> chaotic did anyone super like you <laughs> yeah like weird people <laughs> random people and like random people like in milpitas and like it's kind of like <laughs> well it's about fucking time you called me back oh my god sorry <laughs> my friend zach is on the phone zach look you're on my you're on a zoom meeting <laughs> <laughs> Zach is one of the boys featured in Hundred Boyfriends. Um, there's a lengthy, there's a lengthy chapter about me and Zach's like um, romance in the aughts in San Francisco. We were the, Are you serious? We yeah, totally. We were like the we, we were the premier Blasian couple of San Francisco. <laughs> You're the only Blasian yeah. couple. Zach, how do you feel being in the book? First, I heard about it. I was actually calling to talk to you about it. But I didn't know who's in it. Yeah, like, yeah, see, everyone's coming out the woodwork now. When Brontes Purnell writes a book called 100 Boyfriends, all the hoes are just like, God damn it, Brontes, the fuck? No, we're going to get to the bottom of this. What did you say? Anyway, <laughs> here, Dad, let me call you back. Okay, bye. I'll call you back in 10. Okay. <laughs> chaotic. Chaotic. Are you a chaotic bottom? Yeah, of course. Why not? <laughs> 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 I mean, realistically, just to keep everything, like, chill, like, I'm, I'm, more, I'm more lawful verse. Honestly, because around all these okay. fucking chaotic 
bottoms. Like, what choice do you have? We can't all be chaotic bottoms all the time, which the Bay Area would love to have happen, but. I don't think I ever topped in the Bay Area. God, you, that's, you are so part of the problem. But, <laughs> I know. I'm as bad as a gentrifier. <laughs> Maybe even a little worse. I, <laughs> I don't see how anyone gets away with not, like, I feel like I have to half of the time. But I mean, again, I am a black dude with tattoos. I think that's all they see in my profile picture. And no matter how much the reality is confronting them, they're still just like, fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, well, Well, I guess guess I top or it's nothing, so. You get what you give, right? You know, I feel like I've gotten a lot (laughs) less than I've given, to be quite honest, so I don't know. (laughs) Reparations Um, now. (laughs) I honestly feel that way. (laughs) Fuck. And do you remember when when we would text on Grinder a little bit before we met? Yeah, fuck yeah. If we'd sex. That was nice. That was great. You were all young. <laughs> 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 like three three years ago. <laughs> yeah, totally. You were like nubile. I was just like, damn. I can't wait to fucking extinguish the fire in his eyes. <laughs> How, Tarnish my meet? dream. Did you meet huh? on a date? No. No. We like, met through I, a mutual friend. Yeah, like I was like, I was like, yeah, you're hot, want a bear back, and I think you like stopped talking to me. <laughs> Were you on prep at the time? No, I've never done prep. Oh, yeah, just let the chips fall where they may. Huh? <laughs> yeah, like to live dangerously. Ooh. I get what I get. <laughs> it's, it's in God's hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, we actually met, we met through a mutual friend and also from being deadbeats in, like, Oakland. <laughs> we live in the same neighborhood. <laughs> like Where we used to. And then we just see each other all the time and like flirt and kiss and stuff. Cute. Oh, I miss seeing people all the time and flirting and kissing. I think that after this lets up, I think that like internet fighting amongst like queer people is going to see a rapid decline and we're all just going to go straight to drug orgies. I, I see that lasting for about six months until we it dissolves back into internet fighting. But that little grace period will be nice. Who's fighting on the good. internet? Huh? Like the people who's fighting on the internet? Like people fighting over like saying too much or not saying enough or like. Oh God, let's, let's not even talk about who's fighting on the internet. Like all the second the second I brought it up, my blood pressure went up. I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you have any questions for us before we let you go? Um, no. Are you what, like what? Why are you scratching I mean, I don't, your balls? I'm not. I'm like <laughs> picking my underwear. 
<laughs> is this your can? I'm wearing tight. I'm wearing twice tidy whitey. Well, I'm a Sagittarius. I'm like, I'm like really into like you know like food and movies. Are you even wearing underwear? Yeah, of course. Okay, we can affirm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking man! Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, so lucky. <laughs> I'm like, the only colored pair of chonies I own. Like, I normally wear like tidy whiteies, which I'm just like, I don't think anyone over the age of like 20 should. But <laughs> for some reason, I can't. I can't help myself. Do they have like stains and shit? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you later. Let's talk about it later. <laughs> Off the record. <laughs> we can cam about it later. We don't yeah, cam enough. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. We need to cam more. Yeah. Me and you, you can teach me your tricks. Be fucking epic. Yeah, I can teach you some <laughs> Like that fucking like that like some whole shit. Oh my god. Fucking Who's texting you? Um, Will Smith. He's like, Brontes, your life is inspiration. Keep going. No, it's really important that you keep going. <laughs> so yeah. He's by. <laughs> He's buying my book, yes. <laughs> 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 Wait, have, have you actually fucked any celebs? Oh my god, yeah. Are you kidding? I wish I could. I wish we could know them. I wish we could name names here, but the I don't want. Famous, I don't want to get a lawsuit. The most famous person I've ever fucked is Lance Bass. <laughs> <laughs> and if I'll give you three hundred, if you can go on my Instagram and find the picture of me and Lance Bass. Then yeah, you'll see. That sounds chaotic as fuck. No, he's like he's a gentle top. He's a southern boy like me. Like I was like, I'm from Alabama. He's like, hoo hoo, I'm from Mississippi. I'm just like, oh cool. Let's not talk about race. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I think I have to head over to my next appointment, which is. So yeah, yeah. I'm just we love you. I love you guys. Thanks we'll for talking. We'll send you a link to the episode. Please do, my loves. Stay fresh. Stay sexy. I mean, I'll try, but I can't promise <laughs> you anything. Can we cam later tonight? Yeah. Text me. Yeah. DM me. All right, cool. Awesome. <laughs> okay, All right. bro. Bye. Bye. And a thank you to Nat Harvey, who made our wonderful theme music. And Suhan, the artist behind our content art.